Welcome, welcome, welcome. In case you're not familiar, I am. That Hotep Jesus dude. Welcome to the greatest podcast in the land where Kyrie won't be un- won't be employed. He keep messing with them peoples. Some of you may be wondering what happened to Uncle Hotep. Well, niggas been acting up lately. Kyrie been acting up. Ye been acting up. So somebody had to pay. So since the man is suspending people, we have suspended Uncle Hotep without pay, without pay for two weeks. Uncle Hotep is suspended for two weeks and then we'll bring him back. One of these niggas got to pay for the sins of their brothers. It must be done. So standing in tonight, we are going to have Alex Jones. Oh, Alex Jones. <laughs> I wish Alex Jones was joining me. I wish Alex Jones was joining me. We're going to have Alex Stein join me. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to attempt to find Alex Stein. And I'll give you the, the skinny on what's going down. Beto Rook has a rally. And Alex Stein is there. What the heck? Oh, there he is. Hotep! What up, man? So, here, I'm walking to my car, and then we'll be able to get it going. But, dude, so I just, I just crashed Beto's thing and dude they were dragging me out of there by my hair kicking me no way I, yeah because there's at a gay bar in a scar, bar called two islands <laughs> so i'm on the balcony of it so i'm about to post the footage i'm on the balcony of the bar and they're gonna have to just to go down the stairs it was packed people were grabbing me kicking me you know <laughs> saying the most disgusting stuff so it'll be okay content i guess beto 
he shut down when I started really screaming in his face. So what, what'd you say? How close did you get to him? I mean, not that close, but it's a, a town hall meeting at a bar. Mm. So I'm on the balcony. So he like has to, he kind of had to reference me, but now I'm getting out. All these gay guys are like, we're coming after you. It's open carry, all this stuff. I mean, nothing to do with their sexuality, but dude, at a big gay bar like that. And then I, then I said that comment, oh dude. They were not vibing with old primetime 99 hours. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, two what? minutes. Well, I'm ready to start when you are. Are we on? Are we live? We're live. <laughs> okay, good. Well, dude, well, I'm going to post the footage. I mean, we're going to do this stream and I'll be home in two minutes and I'll be at my regular setup. But uh, no, dude, it was nuts. These people are so brainwashed. Like, literally, they're about acceptance and all this stuff. They're grabbing my hair. There, you know, you saw it. Penn State got that loogie hawk on me. Yeah, I saw that. That was wild. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, it was and disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what these fools are doing out here. You they're, went out there all the way. You went wide to the, open like this. You went to the gay bar by yourself. Well, no, I had some friends there. I had Taylor Hanson, Jorge Ventura. Okay. Uh, Isabella Riley was there. I just, I literally, as soon as you started speaking, I started going, "You're a baby killer. You suck. You da 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 da." Hey, let's see if I have the footage here. Oh, let me see. Let's see what I got. <laughs> I mean, you can't really see it. But this is them like, this is them going nuts. So let's see. This is that. This is. I'm going. I'm going. I got it. Look at this. Red Eye, you suck. Red Eye, you suck. So all these people are, all these people are going after me. That's not even the footage of the shit. Hold on. Let's see. Okay. Drive see. safe, man. It. Don't crash. I should, I, I should mean, be okay. I mean, I would love to get, you know, you crashing on live. That would be great, but please don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm yelling at him and he's got to pause. But see, this is why it's good. Dude, because I'm at that, I'm at where I was on that balcony. Yeah. Because they kind of have to, all the news and stuff they were filming, they had to have saw me because the cameras were pointing that direction. So, and dude, it's just fun to go and cause a disturbance. Honestly, now I'm all jacked up. Hotel, this is why I do it. This is the high. It's cleaner than weed. It's cleaner than coke. It's cleaner than, it's the cleanest high is go and get your adrenaline flowing because, you know, now I'm ready to, dude, I'm ready to fuck. I'm ready to bang. Like, I'm ready to do anything. No, seriously, like I'm ready to freaking go uh start the football game whatever i'm mentally I, i'm zoomed up how did they not recognize you they they don't know i had like... a mask on dude i had the whole mask bit i had the mask <laughs> on the whole time i had it on the whole time until i until i got kicked out but and, and i think some people kind of did recognize me but i'm wearing like this gay pride shirt and i have a mask on so they're like this is just another homo and i, well, I was i'm just another homo dude just hanging out Trying to find my boyfriend. That's all I was doing. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh so my we're God. on the grind, but but like I said, I'll be home here in a second. So what the heck? Where's Uncle Hotep? Is he sick? Is he okay? Um. Well, we suspended him for anti-Semitic remarks because <laughs> you know here's the problem. Yay has been talking about your peoples. Kyrie Irving is in trouble talking about your peoples. So we had to make an example out of somebody. So we suspended Uncle Hotep for two weeks 
Oh, and see, dude, that's not enough. They need to take away his bank account. They need to kick him off Adidas, take away 1.2. But you know who I like, Hotep, now? And I've, I mean, I'm the biggest Kyrie Irving stan. But now Kyrie is, is in it, you know, because he shared that video. And Adam Silver's mad that he didn't do enough to denounce it. It's like, how fucking annoying are these people? Just let him, <laughs> let us have freedom of speech, even if he's rude. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> well, they suspended Kyrie Irving for five games. Because they, they, they interviewed him today. They asked him to apologize for his remarks. And he said, I'm not, I can't be an anti-Semite because I know who I am. I can't be an anti-Semite because I know who I am. And um, a few hours later, he was suspended without pay for um, not condemning the anti-Semitic remarks. So I thought it would be appropriate since everybody's wilding out. We got to bring a Jew on the program to fucking... Yeah, you know, I'm a fake Jew. I'm a Jew for Jesus. I was baptized and, and grew up a Christian because my grandfather, who was a straight, as, as Jewish as he gets, he he got another woman pregnant besides my grandmother and started a whole new family. So, that, like, you know, my dad, he grew up Christian. I grew up Christian. So Did I'm you? a... I'm a yeah, even though I'm Stein, I should be a Jew. I should be part of the tribe, but I don't get any of the good shit. I didn't get the bad mitzvah. I don't get, I mean, well, I'm not broke is a joke. Luckily, I didn't bro grow up broke. Everybody says Jews are rich. They're not, I don't usually see really many poor ones, but my point being is, I don't know, is that anti-Semitic to say that? I don't even know. Is that anti-Semitic to say people are wealthy? I don't know what the rules are. All I know is I ain't touching it, Okay. And well, you're Jewish now. You're a black Hebrew Israelite now for saying that. <laughs> for all intent purposes, you are our token Jew. Okay, yeah, that'll work. That, that, that And that's why I don't get the anti-Semitism stuff because my last name's Stein. Yeah. It's so good. They call me transphobic, homophobic, blah, 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 phobic, whatever new phobia they got. But they never call me anti-Semitic because they're like, how are we going to call this guy anti-Semitic? So. It has blessed me in that sense that I haven't, you know, had that label put on me. But, dude, it's so stupid. And we can only say so much for YouTube, but it's so annoying. Uh, Danny Polishuk, do you know Danny? He does content with Ryan Long. Okay. Well, he just had a joke, and it got a million hits talking about it. And I'm not doing the joke. It's justice. But he's like, stop making Kanye West look correct. I mean, when he <laughs> says all this stuff, and then they kick him out of everything, you're like, oh, well, Maybe he was 100% correct. I mean, you know, it's like maybe it's a little too on the nose for J.P. Morgan Chase to be like, nah, I'm sorry. You can't bank here. It's like, what? What? <laughs> well, I have um, had my run-in with that label tossed on me. So I would like to propose to you that you be my escort to the Holocaust Museum to absolve me of all my anti-Semitic sins. Dude, and we'll get a pair. Of, we'll get a free pair of shoes. They have so many shoes at the Holocaust Museum. Have you ever been? <laughs> what? Have you never been to the Holocaust Museum? <laughs> no, I've never been. Okay, well, at all the Holocaust museums, they always have a display of the shoes that were from the Holocaust victims. And I don't know if it's art or what, but you type it in right now. Type in Holocaust victims shoes and see what comes up. And every Holocaust museum that I've been to, I've been to two different ones. They have a huge display of like a thousand pairs of like old shoes, you know? Yeah. And they'll be like, these are the shoes from the Holocaust. These are the last remaining things. So I always joke about that. You can get some free shoes there. But yes, dude, I'll be your escort and we're going to go. Dude, we need to just forget all that. We need to just go to Israel and go to the Wailing Wall and just do that whole bit. Oh, yeah. I got to kiss the wall. Go down there. That's the only way you make it. 
That's the only that's the way. way. That's the only way you keep your blue check mark. <laughs> all your check marks, unless you go and kiss that wall. You want these check marks still? Then kiss the wall. <laughs> Let me know. I'm but a... that's the other thing. It is big... Well, I, I want to talk about Zion Don, Big Daddy Donald Trump, who I love. I mean, I like Trump when he's like goofing around, even though he became a vaccine salesman. There's stuff I don't like about Trump. But dude, he went and got on that wall and kissed it. It was dancing. He was twerking on that wall. Uh, you know, everybody, even chances. I'm just saying that wall, dude. It's all about that wall. I mean, do I I'm need ready to, to go. I'm do I need to pen? Trying to blow up like the world trade. I'm trying to freaking do it. I'm trying to go to that wall. Do I need an invite or do we, can we just show up or? I don't know. I think we can just show up. I think it's better with an invite, but I think if we just kind of knock on some doors and we just go to, well, this is the thing. This is another thing. There's a viral video of Bobby Lee, the comedian. He was talking about how he went on a trip to Israel. And okay. in the trip, he talked about how the it was like these other comedians, like, dude, it's going to be a great first-class vacation, all expenses paid, no strings attached. And then Bobby Lee's like, well, there are some strings attached. As soon as he got to Israel every day, the Israel Tourism Department, like some military-type people, said that they had to tweet something positive about Israel every day. And Bobby Lee's like, I have some Palestine friends. So he didn't feel comfortable doing it, but he still did it. He still did it. He's like, I didn't want to do it because I got a lot of free, free Palestine people. And so it's just, you know. I'm going to start drafting my tweets right now. Yeah. Con well, we're going to get canceled from this podcast already. So I just <laughs> want to say we love Israel. They're our biggest ally. Kanye West doesn't deserve to bank. He doesn't deserve to even be a, he should be in uh, Guantanamo Bay for hate crimes. That's what they ought to put Kanye. He needs to do his next album live from Guantanamo. And that'll be like his, you know, what is that? What is it? What's the, what's the badass guy live from the folk? What is it? The prison? Uh, uh, Johnny Cash. He'll be the next Johnny Cash. <laughs> can oh. you imagine the, can you imagine the bars? In Guantanamo Bay, he gets a couple Taliban members on the track. <laughs> and we got a couple guys hooting and hollering, and then Kanye dropping it. I mean, classic live from Guantanamo Bay. Oh, that's my a Lord. hit. I don't care what he says on the track. He can say whatever. I mean, he can say Joe Biden's the greatest president. Everybody's going to get that Guantanamo Bay album. I mean, every. I mean, it's a. This could be. We're saying this as a punishment. Now I'm realizing this would be the best thing for his brand. You go do your time in Guantanamo Bay. You get waterboarded. You make a song about it. Kim Kardashian is not with Pete Davidson anymore. She's back on the... And see, you know, this all came from Pete Davidson, dude. Mm -hmm. This is... I would say, you know, they, they were saying he was tripping out before because, you know, he was. He was wearing the MAGA hat and they, like, had him institutionalized. But, dude, it was Pete Davidson that short-circuited him the most. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Uncle Hotep has a theory that the, the agency sent Pete Davidson to go ruin Kanye's life and sent him down this path of, of, of self-destruction. And, self and is he, is he being self-destruct? Like I know he's ruining his career and stuff, but I guess is this might, it's kind of hard to articulate. Obviously he's cancelable. It's hard, a word hard to say. Cause like they took away his Yeezys and now they're still going to sell Yeezys that look like it. See, that's what pisses me off. If Adidas, if you're going to have like any integrity, you don't sell the product anymore. You stop selling even a product that's like it. Did you see Salvation Army won't even take Yeezys now? Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Did you see the new collaboration Adidas has? With who? With who? Adidas has collaborated with Balenciaga. And that's who he was with, right? He had one week he did Balenciaga. He was partnered with them. 
I don't think he signed a deal, but he was definitely partner. They were working together, and the following week, it was the whole Adidas fallout. So Adidas and Balenciaga take Petty to levels never seen before and just released uh, a little, I guess, press release, whatever, whatever, announcement with Bella. Was it Bella Habib or something like that? Yeah, Bella Hadid or whatever. Hadid, says, yeah. They're not even, Hadid's not even that hot. They all talk, they talk about, I mean, they're not ugly. I'm not like that, but I don't understand what, the, I don't understand the, why the Hadids are the top models. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. There's hotter girls that work at the freaking Waffle House in Tampa, Florida, bro. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. But I think Kanye might have dissed Bella. So they're like, all three of them sort of came together to just inflate the price of petty. And uh, wow, but I thought are the Hadiths are they actually are they part of the tribe or are they? I thought they were like Palestine people or something. Are they? I don't know, dude. I can't keep up with any of these people. That, that's that's the other thing is too. You know, us. Even though you and I were commentators, we don't. I don't want to just be like politics. And I'm really a conspiracy theorist. Like I don't. I don't even like both sides. Now I'm like this right wing figure or whatever, which I would have never even expected or necessarily even wanted, which you're I don't mind. Much, you're pretty much a Jewish Nazi, but go ahead. I, exactly. I am a Jewish anti-Semite, but uh, I guess I guess my point is, like, when we cover it, it's this, this stuff is like poison. Like, I love reading about Kanye and Pete Davidson. Why is that? Why is it? Why do we want to know about their stupid gossip? And everybody likes gossip in their normal day lives, too. Like, oh, my neighbor, this and that. But there's just something so, like, toxic but addicting about this drama, like, knowing that Pete Davidson's banging hair. Look, I didn't even realize this. Raycon headphones were started by Ray J. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I didn't know. Raycon was started by Ray J. I just didn't realize that. You know, I work at The Blaze, and they're one of the sponsors on my upcoming show. And oh. they I didn't. They told me it was Ray J. And I'm like, I even love it more because Ray J dicked down Kim K. I'm like, are you kidding? I love these headphones. <laughs> Man, I love Like, oh, my God. I was so happy. I was like, Ray J? Oh, like as if he's the coolest guy ever, but that's that's I honestly organically felt that excited about it. So why is it? Why do I care that Ray J and Kim K and Pete Davidson? It's all so stupid. Yeah, but it's still entertaining. Yeah, I used to have a uh, an entertainment blog. That was my real big break, my uh, entertainment blog, and we used to get a lot of hits, and we covered basically you know uh, gossip and music, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then when my soul went through a cleanse, I deleted the website. It was worth. A lot of money, you know. You just deleted it. Wait, Hotep, you didn't even keep it up for preservation. Wow, you just deleted it, huh? It, that was the biggest, dumbest business decision I ever made in my life. It set me back financially about 10 years. Wow. But, but it but was... Sometimes your soul's worth more. Like, dude, I just retweeted this thing where this guy said how, like, how money is more important. Money's only, like, the top five most important thing in your life. Like, what's more important is... And the way he said it, I got to pull this clip, but it's like so brilliant. He basically says like, um, I'm, I'm going to ask, he says, he says, I can prove that money's not important because if, if, if I, I give you a million dollars, let me, I got to say this eloquently and let me get in the light. Hold on. Yeah. Wow. They choked they, my buddy Taylor, who was there, they choked him out. So they've been, they were like, they like wanted to fight all of us in it because it's like a crazy bar. They have like all these people. Okay. Hold on. Come on. back. Okay, here I'm gonna hop on. The, I'll hop on with my computer. All right. Okay, hanging out. All right. All right. All right. So Alex is gonna join us back in just a moment. Um, Sir Bubba Hotep, damn Uncle Hotep got placed by a white man. You, this is what we gotta do, man. 
This is what we got to do. This is how it's got to go down. Haram life. Can't wait for Hotep Nation. Yamakas. Free Unk, Hotep, and Bill. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yamakas coming soon. Y'all going to recognize. Um, J.A. Hotep and blessings to the chat. Let's go. Steph Colonel. Alex, clean it and coaxed. <laughs> Sir Bubba Hotep. They said it was an in indefinite five-game ban. It might be more if he doesn't come out and apologize more. He already gave half a mil uh, to the ADL. Bays 1985 VOA uh, YouTube vid on Ele Intake. Um, the, I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, Jabari Judah, Hotep Court is suspended until further notice. You better believe it. You better believe it. Hold on. Alex Stein's going to join us back now. Let's get him in here. There we go. Yes. Okay. Now we're back. Okay. There we go. All right. You're good. Um, yes. Yeah, so what were you saying about the dude and money? Okay. So, so this I can tell you about money, how it's not important. So the, this guy just said it so best. He's like, he's like, I can tell you money is important, but it's, it's like not even barely the top five. He goes, okay. All right. Well, if I could give you a million dollars, but would you, if you had to die tomorrow, would you take the money? No. So that means time is more important than money. Okay. So if you had the, if you had the, would you rather have a million dollars or we have to kill your mom? Yeah. Uh, sorry, mom. You, <laughs> sorry, oh, no, wow. no, I'm kidding. I know you're kidding. <laughs> I'm saying everybody would say, no, I don't want the money. And he right. just uses other examples where you're like, okay, obviously we all need a million dollars. Everybody needs a million dollars. Even freaking Elon Musk <laughs> and would probably be like, I'll take a mil. But there's just other stuff that we need to prioritize instead of just money because even having the money doesn't necessarily solve the problems or fix the issues that we have. So I don't know. It's pretty – it's a kind of a brilliant little freaking tweet thing. Um, and it yeah. just kind of makes you think. I, I think that's the problem though with these with – these, to bring it to the celebrities So it's like materialism. Like we just want to have something – You know, we want to see their lives going bad. That makes us feel better about ours. And it's just – you know, there's something about the materialism that we're not going to have. So these celebrities have it. So we try to live vicariously through it. And that's the worst thing I think we can do as human beings is live vicariously through somebody else. Yeah. I got a funny one. I was talking to my auntie once. We talk about money and um, it was somebody tweeted it. They said, um, smack, smack your mom or, or family member or something like that. And, or, and, uh, now, I'd and smack my mom for a million bucks. So that's a little different. I mean, maybe I'd smack my dad or mom, but I don't know about kill him. But okay, well, so, well, well, how would you answer that? Would you I, smack your mom for well, a well, mil? Well, well, I asked my auntie, I said, Yo, you know, you know, should I smack you for the mill? She mm -hmm. said, You better smack the shit out of me. I was like, No, yeah. auntie, no, I can't do that. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you know, she's right. I mean, sometimes we gotta. No pain, no gain. But it's, that's the other thing. It's like getting hit in the face and taking a dirt nap for the rest of you know eternity. It's a little different. So yeah. Um, Fucking. Um, would you get a tattoo? Would you get a? Would you get a? You know, uh, uh, how much would it cost for you to get like a certain you know Joe Biden tattoo or some stupid thing? Oh, I could do a Joe Biden tattoo for a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's almost ironically funny. You know, I yeah. would do it that too. I don't even have any. I tats, wouldn't do but... anything crazy like dick and balls. Like you're not tattooing dick and balls on me. You know, what I mean that's not gonna happen. But. Well, there's this guy and his friend of mine, James, he runs a show, Modern Day Debate. I don't know if you've ever seen those debates. You might have been on it. I don't know. He does so many. But, dude, he, for free Subway for life, he got a Subway Series tattoo on his back that is 12 inches by 12 inches. Takes up his whole back. And it says Subway Series on it. I mean, it's the stupidest thing well, ever. Subway's he, not even that good to want that. That's what we said. That's what I said. But he loves it. He's kind of a fitness guy, too. He's one of these guys that's a fitness guy. So he yeah. thinks, like... Well, 
So, and, and it's such a gimmick too, because it's not even necessarily for free for life. It's like uh, $50,000 or something. So it equates to like, if you oh. ate it every other day, he could eat it every other day for like 40 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, fuck that. Um, all right, let's get into some stories here. Yeah. Um, a prominent trans activist. I don't know if you saw this story, but I saw this. No, I saw this. Yeah, the predator oh. poach deal. Yeah. yeah. Prominent trans activist was arrested following a predator sting in which he allegedly attempted to meet a 14-year-old for sexual abuse. Leilani Muniz, 39, was recently honored at an LGBT pride flag ceremony by the Bronx borough president oh my lord <sighs> this is this and you know the funny thing about this is when we start um using the word groomer online they wanted to ban it and i feel like in some ways when they wanted to ban it they're like telling on themselves like this is anti-lgbtism and i'm like wait are you telling on yourself <laughs> Dude, it's 100% telling on herself. Why would they be offended if it wasn't the case? Dude, it's 100% we're telling on ourselves. And I and I heard somebody else talking about it, how technically on Twitter, you can theoretically say groomer, but you cannot accuse a trans person of being a groomer. Supposedly, that's the nuance of it. I don't even know if that's necessarily true. But then I guess it kind of makes more sense. But that's telling on them. If you say you can't call me a groomer, you're telling on yourself. Yeah. Like, that, I mean, it's just so obvious. Yeah. And so... If they're doing a drag show with kids, we're not allowed to call that groomer? Not on the internet, but dude, right. let me tell you something. Hotep, when I went, one of the my most viral videos is I went to a drag your kids to bride event. And at this place, it was actually right next to the place I was just at. They had a clear glass door. It's a place called Mr. Mr. And when we first got there, before the thing started, there was no paper on the door. And then after the event started, they went and they put paper over the glass window so nobody could look in. And I'm like, if this is so above board and this is just all okay, why do you need to put a big piece of paper over the glass door? Like, why can't we see what's going on? So they try to act like, oh, this is social justice. This is just progressivism. We're, we're just, you know, as a society, we're becoming more accepting. No, dude. The, the amount of kids that are on transgender or re, re, gender reassignment surgery in Los Angeles compared to Cleveland, Ohio is like 10,000% more. That's because the parents are making them do it. That's because people that are in charge in these you know, hospitals and all this stuff are grooming kids to do all this shit. Excuse my friends. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Which reminds me of Ronnie the Rat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I almost ro dressed up as Ronnie the Rat, but I wouldn't have been able to fit in. I, I think they would have they would have noticed who I was. That's that's what I was gonna go. Everybody loves Ronnie the Rat. Even Hotep, even you like Ronnie the Rat. Now I, I mean Ronnie the Rat is just he's gonna have to make a lot more appearances. <laughs> Yo, that shit was classic. Cause you said you were trans rat, right? Yeah, yeah, trans species. Yeah, trans species. So that's where we're going. That's yeah. seriously where we're going. That's gonna be the next thing. We'll just wait. So a man in Norway is uh, sparking backlash after being sympathetically profiled uh, on television for his trans disability. Uh, Jorund Victoria Almi is able-bodied, <laughs> but uses a wheelchair almost all the time because he identifies as a woman who is paralyzed. <laughs> yeah, I saw this, and they have all the shoes in their apartment. This one is such... Bullshit. I mean, this is serious mental health. Like, this is a mental health disorder. And they're going to let the person LARP as a paralyzed person in a wheelchair 
And the person has some other thing. I don't know if you've read the whole article, but no. they have they have some other. Uh, they're like have gender dysphoria. Is that and then some other weird thing? I mean, keep reading. I read that earlier. Um, they have they have some other sort of weird mental uh, thing. And you're like, what? And this, gosh, basically, why are we appeasing these people? You're going to pretend to be. Isn't that insensitive? Body to paralyze. Body integrity disorder. In addition to gender dysphoria, Almi claims yeah. to have body integrity disorder, citing That's a it. dissonance between how he perceives himself and how his body functions. I've struggled with this every day my whole life, Almi told V, um, a Norwegian outlet. What the fuck is body integrity disorder? He just, I guess his body's able, but he has it where he thinks his body is not, where he has to be in a chair but i mean i i that's the, that's the one i was talking about i was like well i've never heard of this body integrity disorder and i hear of every you know sketchy thing i feel like i've read it but they're coming up with oh. new shit every day oh i remember seeing this on tv uh the term body integrity disorder describes extremely rare phenomenon of persons who desire the amputation of one or more healthy limbs who uh, or who desire paralysis yes i've seen this before so, even sometimes people complain like um of pain or something like that or yeah phantom I, I, pain phantom, phantom pain, pain or yeah. yeah okay so this is what he's claiming yeah but dude this is it goes back to the dylan mulvaney thing you saw dylan mulvaney's the trans person that has been a woman for 200 days and got to speak to joe biden you know, oh, you know the guy yeah. talking about? yeah and that person they got pictures of her, of her with uh ellen page and all this stuff that person's made a bunch of money has been so successful she's yet to cut off her penis she better do that. I'm serious. Like that's, yeah. I mean, you know, that, they better get some body integrity. If you're really a woman, better go. And, and if you're a young kid, that's why I don't care if you're an adult and you want to get transgender surgery, I'm actually, you know, go for it. But if you're a child, I'm like, come on. I, yeah. I don't know why they're letting these kids make that decision. Yeah. Speaking of uh, child trans people, uh, Dwayne Wade's, uh, Dwayne Wade was accused of pressuring his trans daughter to change gender for money. And uh, so I'll fast forward here in the article where his ex-wife, yep, ex-wife says, I have concerns that Wade may be pressuring our child to move forward with the name and gender change in order to capitalize on the financial opportunities that he has received from companies. Um... Then, then, then she quotes him later on, and um, hold on, where is it? Okay, this is this is where it gets really weird. And I'm familiar with this. I didn't realize Siobhan was his first wife. I thought Gabrielle Union was Zaya's mom. Did you know that? Did you know yeah. that wasn't Gabrielle? See, I didn't realize that. I thought Gabrielle, because you know she's the one that's the point guard of this whole thing. You think Dwayne Wade really is the one? That, no, he's come on. No. Okay, so here it is right here. Uh, Wade told me that he intended to make our child very famous due to the name and gender issue and also informed me that there would be endorsements slash contracts associated therewith. Uh, she said... Uh, uses uh she uses the daughter's dead name in the filing claiming zion who was present at the time answered that various companies were interested and that disney was a prospective company disney so they're gonna bring zaya may be the first trans child in disney programming 
That's what that's what his ex-wife is alluding to here. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, you know, and uh, this is just such common sense. Anybody, any teen that gets a TV show that becomes famous, except for maybe Leonardo DiCaprio, and he has issues himself. He's an incredibly talented actor, but he only dates girls under 25. Like, there's something weird, and I love Leo, I'm not going to hate on him, but there's something unusual about him that doesn't make him normal. So if you, to, to do that, to make your kid a child actor, to put them in the limelight, you're causing irreparable damage to them. So I, I, I'm obviously on Siobhan's side. I think that's his name, Siobhan Wage. Uh, I think that's her name, the the biological mother, because she sees the gimmick that Gabrielle's using it. They're they're getting so much clout and so much support that it's it's intoxicating. Because it's yeah. intoxicating when I get when I it's it's intoxicating when I get support on the right. It's it, it's like oh now I need to go after AOC more. Now I need to do this because people like it. Seriously, it is. So I can only imagine all these people, these agents, like. Dwayne, you're doing so good. This, you're, this is, you are, this is the best. You're the only NBA Hall of Famer other than Magic Johnson that has a new, you know, and, and, and they, you know, they had to, they had to do bring up Magic Johnson too, you know, because, uh, you know, his son had a reality show. What's his, what's his son's name? Or, uh, Irvin's uh, son, right? It's Irvin's. I know it's Irvin. Magic Johnson's a dad, but the the, the young kid, he got on a reality. Yeah. He got a reality show. They loved him and he didn't go full trans. He was just gay. And, and gender non-binary. So yeah. that's why they're like, oh, Zaya. They're like, oh, we got one. We got a live one here. <laughs> we got one. Yo, you know whose show actually called this? Uncle Hotep said, yo, they doing this for clout. They doing this for money. And here we have the ex-wife corroborating that same claim. Even from suspension, Uncle Hotep's takes are proven to be Elite Uncle Hotep put up forty tonight with that take alone, y'all. Yeah, triple Hotep. double. Just, just, just not even being here, you yeah. know. It's a phantom triple double. Um, let's see. Uh, can a Hotep make Chris Hansen famous again? Wait, who's Chris Hansen? He's the guy that started the predator poaching thing, you know, where they go, hey, hey, where you go and you you send them the messages. And Chris Hansen was to catch a predator. You know who Chris Hansen oh, is? Oh, that's that guy. He's a, he was the original guy. And, you know, that's that's spun off this whole entire ecosystem of content where I have some of my good friends that do that, actually, two, two of my good buddies. But I hate that content. I don't know why it is. I just can't watch that because a lot of those predators were – and I have no sympathy for them at all. I'm right. just saying a lot of them were, you know, abused. molesting stuff, abused too. So I'm just like, oh, I don't even want to watch this. Uh, but that's a huge thing. That's huge ecosystem. Yeah, sick sickos, man. Sickos turning other people sick. Uh, Art dog grooming is only bad if Epstein and Maxwell do it. Oh man, what a take! <laughs> uh, Jabari Judah, slow down when you're talking, Alex. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm all adrenalized. I got. The, I'm on adrenochrome. I just got kicked out of a thing. I'm on the Hillary Clinton stuff. Give me a break. This is how she feels. This is how they keep her awake. I think it's something something you guys are doing. Like, Ben Shapiro talks fast, you talk fast. And then when I talk, people in the comments are like, you talk too slow, Hotep Jesus. And I'm like, listen, I'm trying, okay? I'm trying to keep up with Alex and Ben, damn it. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, with, oh, speaking of Israel, you saw Ben was just in Israel with uh, Jordan Peterson. Everybody's got to go. We're going, Hotep. It's going to be you and me. We're going. It's going to be like, Let me see we're what going to the flights wall. Cost, man, I'm about to check my United app right now. I got some points. We, we we just might as well just get on a flight, Hotep, man. We can get there for free. I know. I'll call a rabbi and we'll get there first class. Dude, you just get your Twitter fingers ready to tweet. That blue check mark. That's, that's all I gotta do you. is tweet. 
All you gotta do is tweet. You gotta say, "Oh, this latka is so good," or this whatever. I don't yeah. know. Uh, this matzo ball soup is delicious. Okay. And you're in. Yeah, you're I'm in. in. Dude. Congratulations, Netanyahu. A little. Come on. <laughs> hey, you know Tel Aviv, Israel, though, is the gayest city in the world. Supposedly, like you know, that's what it's. Uh, yes, that's what it's like. Claim to fame is. I didn't realize that till recently. Really? You didn't know that either. Yes, Tel Aviv is. They're really passionate about like gay rights there. That's that's no cap, whatever, no no joke. But then like. Jerusalem, and I haven't been there, but this is what I've talked about from friends like Gavin McInnes and stuff that have been there. They mm. said Tel Aviv is like rainbow flags everywhere and like all kinds of, you know, gay subculture type stuff. But then like Jerusalem is like, you know, straight lace, none of, you know, none of that. None of that so. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, got one side that's like conservative and the other side that's liberal. Well, I think Tel Aviv is like the capital and Jerusalem is like, you know, the capital of the religious part. I'm not saying that quote unquote, but they're just right. different. They're different things. And so I guess we identify Jerusalem as a capital. And I think that's what they want us to do. Right. But Tel Aviv is like the, you know, it's like the New York city of, of it or whatever. That's where thought, everybody goes. I know? thought, um, or is it the other way? Is I it Tel Trump, Aviv? Is... I thought Trump recognized Jerusalem as the new capital. Cap yeah. That's what he did. And that's what they wanted. They wanted right. that. But I think it was Tel Aviv. I mean, we're it just was so, Tel Aviv. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and so th that's the thing about Tel Aviv. It's like literally arguably the gayest. That's what they say. It's really gay friendly. And you just wouldn't expect that. It's kind of funny. I thought that was funny. unique little tidbit to know. Um, Carmen Smith, Studa, love Hotep community. Tell Alex his fake mom is in the chat. Hugs from Texas. <laughs> yeah, that's my girl, Carmen. No, she's a friend. She loves you. She texted me. She's like, oh, you're going to be on Hotep show. I'll be watching. I'll be in the chat. Thank you for the 20 bucks, Carmen. We need it. We're out here. This inflation. Gas prices are way too high. Vladimir Putin needs to die, man. What the heck? Gates of above. It was a good short run. Oh, back Hotep Jesus. See Hotep been told you on Rumble next week. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm trying to keep the channel. I'm trying to stay. We're keeping it. We love it. Yeah, everything we say here is entertainment purposes only, and we love Israel. Nothing is nothing is bad. We love them. We love. We hate Kanye. We hate Kyrie Irving. We hate them. on my NBA fantasy team. I had to trade Kyrie because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even have him on my fantasy team. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have an anti-Semitic fantasy. No way. <laughs> Oh my lord. Um so the Atlantic this week published an article that said we have to declare a pandemic amnesty. Are you giving these people amnesty? Are you letting them off the hook for what they did the last few years, Alex? Okay, Hotep. I got a I got a different take on this one. Uh-oh. Every blue check mark we should freaking, you know, embarrass them into eternity. We need to go after them, especially anyone that ever, you know, posted something that actually online, a blog, you know, like, like there was those ones. It's like, should we make fun of anti-vaxxers? Even though it's bad, we should do it. But for the normal people playing at home, I'm very empathetic to them because I can see the trauma-based mind control. I can see all of the just constant mass formation hypnosis where people had no other uh, reaction other than to be scared because they trust, you know, they, they still had trust. So for somebody that, that got scared, like Deborah at Tom Thumb at the grocery store for telling me to wear a mask, Deborah, I don't have, I got no beef with you anymore at all. I, even though she was a bitch to me or whoever it was, you know, all these people were a bitch, put on your mask. I, I want to be empathetic to them because that's what they want us to do. They want us to do this like, oh, you were wrong about the pandemic, so F you. And that's how we play their game like puppets because then we're fighting each other instead of just being like, hey, dude, you get it. You're wrong. 
Maybe the government lies to us. You know, there's just a better way to try to mend the fences with the people that loved COVID. And that's the other thing. Can you believe all the people that were sad that it's over with? That's what I can't believe. What do you mean? Like there's people you haven't seen that where there's the articles like, oh, the pandemic's not over. Or, you know, I mean, there's just people that don't want it to be over. You haven't got that vibe from anybody <laughs> are that are sad. Yes. And people still want to wear their mask. And all this, like, yeah, dude, there are people right now. Not just doctors. There are people on Twitter like, uh, I was on a flight. You see the tweets all the time. I was just on a plane. I was the only one in a mask. Oh, you know, well, that's that's like, I mean, now you see a little less and less because they're getting trolled so hard. But yes, dude, there is somebody right now because misery loves company. So people that already didn't have much going on, then everybody had to hit the pause on the record player. And then everybody kind of, you know, went down a peg. You're like, oh, I don't feel so bad about myself. Oh, you know, you know, Mr. Johnson that flies and travels everywhere or whatever. Now he's not traveling good. Or, you know, I'm just saying there's just a weird thing where you like want to cut people down. And I, I just want to do the opposite of that. I actually want to, the people that were wrong, I kind of want to lift them up. And and I'm not saying this to virtue signal. I just right. don't think me saying like, told you a mask. Like you thought a, a, if, if a pair of Levi's can't stop a fart, how can a mask stop a deadly virus? Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to just like, oh, hit them with all this facts, even though it's all yeah. right there. It's just. Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment because, um, you know, like even when I look at the left or socialists, I say, OK, you have the puppeteers and you got the puppets. How, you know, you look like an idiot if if you go uh, visit. Uh, what's the name of the guy? What is, ventriloquist, right? You go to a ventriloquist yeah. and you start arguing with the puppet. You look like an idiot, right? <laughs> yeah. You look like an absolute uh, yes. idiot, right? You nailed it. So, so you can't do that. What I think is we need the we need the tribunals. We need trials on the Fauci's of the world, you know, and, and everybody CDC director, you know, yeah. Pfizer guy, people that did the testing, all those people. Yes. Yeah. We need to be like, come on, come on down. We need to have a little conversation publicly on the record. But these people that, like you said, the marionette puppet, uh, these are non-playable characters. And sadly, right. these people are so easily brainwashed into the next thing. I mean, now we're not talking about Ukraine as much, but dude, the support that is going for Ukraine when everybody else is struggling, I'm like, dude, these are literally non-playable characters. They don't even have an opinion. They just go with whatever the status quo is, and that's what they just align themselves with. Yeah, you know, one minute it was pray for France, then it was pray for this, pray for that, black box for Black Lives Matter, and now it's Ukraine flag, right? Um, what'd you call it? Mass formation hypnosis? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm just, this is the, this is the other thing you nailed it though. I like that. I'm going to steal that analogy too. It's like, I'm not going to yell at the guy, you know, the puppet, I'm going to yell at the, you know, marionette guy or whatever that, you know, that makes sense. Cause a lot of these people were played and, uh, I, I mean, including myself, cause like, I obviously didn't fall into the COVID stuff too, but I was at the beginning of it. I made content where I'm like yelling at people, take off your fucking mask. And I, I don't know if I was that aggressive. My point is I'm a libertarian mindset when it comes to that. If you want to wear your stupid mask, wear it. I don't think it does anything, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not my job necessarily to tell people how to live their lives. Right. So that's why I kind of like, that's why I, after, you know, a few months of the pandemic, I backed off of that mindset too, but I would go around and be like, how do you not realize dumb, blah, blah. And I'm like killing myself trying to convince people. And I didn't convince anybody. As a matter of fact, I probably alienated more people. So I learned that lesson the hard way. Mm, mm. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Um, Paul Pelosi's husband got hammered this weekend. And yeah, I but you know that alcohol. <laughs> yeah, and you know, come on, dude. You see that article with Daily Mail talking to the neighbor? She said even her computer got scrambled, and that even if a door opened, then an alarm went off. And you got Paul Pelosi and a guy that's had previous charges for prostitution 
allegedly. I mean, come on. What's the truth with that? Because there's a lot of different things swirling around. Elon deleted his tweet. What is the truth? Do you know or what details you have? You know what? I don't even need to know the truth. I mean, I want to know the truth, but I know what they're telling me is not the truth. I know that. I don't know exactly what happened. And you know why I know that? Because just release the footage of him walking in the house. They have there. You've seen that where they have all the security cams. Dude, I went to Lori Lightfoot's house in Chicago. Seven police cars, five in the front, two in her alleyway with two cops in each one. This is the mayor of Chicago. Now, I know Chicago is like Kabul, Afghanistan right now. It's not a very safe place. But you don't think... Nancy Pelosi, the third in line to the White House. I mean, she literally, like, she's the top dog as it gets. No security, no nothing. Some guy, some guy that's a nudist can just kick open a glass pane that's on the bottom rung or something and crawl through it, even though the glass is on the outside. Normally it would be on the inside. So I, I gotta get my I need my tinfoil hat, but yeah, I mean, it just you know, where there's where there's smoke, there's probably gay sex. And, you know, I mean, there's a, that's exactly what we need right now. Tip for a koofy. And it looks good. And it looks good. Oh, we need, you got to start selling those. Do we not have those? Are those not, are those not available at hotepjesus.com? Because I'm buying one as soon They're as coming they are. Soon. See, that's what we got to have. We're, we gotta... we're, 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 we're working on manufacturing. The first thing we're coming out, we're coming out with um, a new product. And then following that new product, we're going to have a whole new uh, line of um, merch, but I got <laughs> well, a new you product coming the, out. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you some samples, and I'll be, I'll wear it proudly. So, so do you think this? And, and I know we wear the tinfoil hat, and I wear mine proudly. But, but you talk about the. Uh, I mean, even though red wave, they're talking about politics stuff. I'm like, well, whatever. I don't even. Yeah. I, I, I I think it's a uniparty. I don't even really think the right is that much better than the left. I mean, you know, uh, they get in power. I think all the bad stuff that Joe Biden laid, all the groundwork he laid is all going to collapse on us. The energy independence, we're going to have all kinds of food shortages. And they're going to say, look, you guys had the House and the Congress. It's all Republicans' fault. And people are so soft brain. They're going to be like, oh, you're right. We got to vote for Gavin Newsom. So I don't know. The conspiracy theorists in me, I don't know how people didn't wake up from COVID. I don't know how people didn't wake up from the Ukraine. So I don't know if they're ever going to be able to wake up. Um, Trump's running 2024. Um, I'm looking at a DeSantis Trump ticket. You think that's viable? Are you, are you going to be back in Trump or are you waiting to see I'm what back, else is out there? I, I mean, I'm back in Trump all the way if, it, if it's between Trump and them. I mean, listen, I, another thing, people forget Donald Trump was universally loved by all the rappers. They always rapped with Trump, even though it rhymes with everything. Uh, he was uh, the, his show, the apprentice was the number one show, number one reality show. Like he was universally loved. And then he became, then he went into politics. Loathe. He's by one side is absolutely loathe. So I still like Donald Trump. Is any politician going to be perfect? Now I was just saying how the right and left, they're both you know the right wing and left wing on the same bird. That bird's not, going in a good direction so yeah i mean if it was him i'd really actually like to, i'd rather it be just selfishly who's freshly single i want it to be trump and marjorie taylor green i don't know if he'd ever had the balls to do that but if he did that if he hit her ass on that ticket it would just oh primetime 99 <laughs> would be on cloud nine that'd be heavy what about carrie lake carrie lake would be hot too She's great. And dude, the way she just breaks him down when she does her press conferences about yada, 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 she is good. And dude, you know this. It's all political theater. So that's really the most important thing is how well-spoken you are. You know, how how much can you basically inspire others with your rhetoric? And Kamala Harris can't inspire anybody. Joe Biden can't inspire anybody. Barack Obama could inspire the world. He was great. You know, he was very inspirational. 
So yeah, Carrie Lake, she has that Barack Obama thing and it, Donald Trump, even better than Barack. You know, they have that special something that when they speak, you're like, you not only want to listen, but it inspires you to do something, mm. you know? Mm. That's well put. That's well put. I got to agree. But I, I want Trump and MTG so bad. And DeSantis, but we shouldn't have DeSantis. If I really could just pick, give me DeSantis, but I, I don't think he wants to mess with Trump. And I don't think he wants to team team up with Trump. And I'm just guessing this. I don't know anything. Uh, like I, I'm friendly with Christina Pushaw, who like, you know, is basically kind of like his de facto press secretary. And when I talked to her about it, she's like, he's only focused on the governor's race. He's only focused on the governor's race, which that makes sense. That's what you would want to say if you're a professional running, you know, for governor. Right. But in my mind, I think that if he did the gimmick where he, he links out with Trump, then now he has the Trump baggage. And what makes DeSantis so like so universally liked he doesn't have that baggage okay so I, so i just i don't know if, if they team up i'm gonna i'm gonna vote for donald trump if his running mate is a ham sandwich i'll <laughs> vote for jo- donald trump if his running mate is jesse smollett if he said oh jesse smollett had to change of heart he's maga he's wearing the red hat jesse and trump in 2024 here's, here's my thing with DeSantis. if he has aspirations of being in a white house he's got to get some stain in the game do you think his name is big enough to run for the White House without being on the, you know, without being Trump's VP Trump. first? I mean, he's he's famous enough. Everybody knows okay. who DeSantis is or of DeSantis personally. And and I mean, I'm a political pundit. You're a political pundit. We're all pundits. Do I know everything? But I think what he did in Florida by keeping it open and just, you know, Everybody's going from California to Florida. Dude, there was a time when everybody moved to California. I moved to California. The show, The Hills. I mean, California was the coolest place. Couldn't argue. Now, California is a literal hellhole that everybody's moving so much so they're even having, you know, uh, legislation. They're losing seats because of their population decline. So I think popularity, DeSantis is popular now. Is he Donald Trump? No. Is he grabbing him by the, you know what? No. <laughs> But I mean, yeah. Does it matter? I mean, is it versus him and Gavin Newsom? Is Gavin Newsom well enough? I mean, lights well enough? I mean, he right. he sucks. He's the worst. Yeah, he's trash. Yeah, he's trash. Um, DeSantis to me, he reminds me of Trump, where they're not that uh that polished, right? Like mm-hmm. they're not as polished as Carrie Lake. Tulsi Gabbard. And who was uh, who was the uh Trump's last VP? Silver Pence. Head. Pence. Yeah, Mike Pence. Pence. He the, sucks, the, yeah. Now Pence. He's a pro though. Yeah, he's a fucking he pro. Like mm-hmm. when I saw Pence speak, I'm like, nah, I don't want him as president. He's too fucking good at this job, right? Yeah. He's like a robot. Yeah. Um, so when I saw DeSantis, I'm like, okay, he's kind of like in that Trump vein where they're not that polished. And I like that. I like somebody who's a little rough around the edges. You know, I need Dude, Everybody does. Nobody wants the polished person. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's what they want. They want a little edge. And there's a saying, perfection is the enemy of good. Like, we just want somebody's good. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be. We, I think I loved when Trump would go, you know, whatever, uh, improv. Everybody loves that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't want some polished person, some career politician. But this is the other thing. DeSantis is, uh, I think he went to Stanford. He played baseball at. He's another, he gives us, you know, this idea like, oh, he's just a common man. He's yeah. an army vet. But he's also Ivy League, you know. They all uh-huh. they all got some connection to the Ivy League and some secret group that we're not a part of. <laughs> I just need an invite. I just no gay shit, but I need the invite. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, honestly though, Hotep, they invite you. They say, "Look, 
Mr. Sharp, we want you to come here. Barack Obama is going to urinate on you, and you're going to be the hottest black, you know, <laughs> activist out there. You're going to be the top guy. You're going to get five million YouTube subscribers. You're going to make a hundred grand a month, one point two million a year. But Barack Obama is going to urinate on you, and all these men are going to jack it while he does it. And these women are going to kill a cat and pour the blood on you as well. It's a, it's a hard no for me, sir. That's a hard no. See, that's a yes. And I'm, I'm like, and I'm selfie sticking it. I'm Barack Obama's peeing on me. I'm rich, bitch. I mean, yeah, just pee on me, Brock, and just let's go on down about our business. I would just, but that's what they do. They do that, and then they film it, and they say, "Look, you know, look, don't, don't say anything." You know that video of you and that twelve-year-old girl at Epstein Island? <laughs> that's gonna get leaked. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's done. Um, Sir Bubba Hotep said, uh, "Attackers going to get suicided." Uh, where, the, where are the dash cams, body cams, home security footage, police report, nine eleven call, etc.? Yeah. It's a lot missing from that Pelosi story. And you saw the 911 call. He said, I know he's a friend. He quote, it said he was a friend. You heard that. That That's in the 911 call. He I says didn't... he's a friend and said, yes, and says his name. Yeah, put on the freaking tinfoil hat. Yes, he said that. In the 911 call? In the 911 call, he was described as a friend. Wow. Wait, Paul Pelosi himself says it? or Paul somebody... Pelosi, yes, yes, yes. Cannon Hotep Described him as a friend. Cannon, I was, I was, uh, I had to do another stream, but Cannon Hotep was playing the, um, the, uh, the clip on his, uh, station. I think it was on Rumble. So make sure y'all check out Cannon Hotep. We'll be doing a raid. We'll he loves you, Cannon Hotep. He likes me too. Cannon Hotep is very nice. He's always on the Twitter. Yeah. I like Cannon Hotep. Yeah. That's my guy, man. Yeah. No, he's um, really awesome. We'll be raiding his, his, uh, he'll be on right after us. So we'll be raiding his, um, his channel, um, directly after this. Steph Colonel, where, where there's Democrats. There's rainbow sex. Oh my god! <laughs> and you know, it's, it, but but this is the other thing is I was just at this gay bar and they're like, oh, you're anti-gay. I'm not anti-gay. If you're an adult, you want to be gay. I really, you know, I'm not. Don't come and you know make out with me or try to you know grab on my butt. But I'm just saying, it's, it, there's no, there's not as much hate. A lot of that hate comes from the left. Those are the ones. It's like, oh my god, you're straight. Ah! Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I'm just saying, it's it's weird how it's projection. It's Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals, where you accuse the opponents of doing exactly what you're doing. It's a strategy that is almost undefeated because you're like, wait, no, you're the person that's the bigot. You're the person that's d doing everything by race and by color and by gender, and it just works. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be um, homeschooling my kids very soon. I'll be pulling them out of school. Um, and, uh, Saul Linsky rules for radicals is going right into our curriculum. Man. They're going to have, it to should that. be. And, and that's why I've been, that's why I've been successful too. So in that they talk about how like doing absurd stunts is how they got a bunch of poor people to, they bought them tickets to a, uh, an opera and they had them all eat beans. So they'd be sitting in the opera farting. I know that sounds weird. Cause it was like an elitist thing. Yes. They made them all eat beans. So they would people, you know, they're just thinking outside the box. But that's like what we have to do. We have to be unorthodox. Like we can't, we have to be civilly disobedient without breaking the law. Like January 6th, dude, obviously they're, you know, they're being weaponized, but it was pretty rowdy because, you know, they're blowing off the smoke bombs. It just didn't necessarily look good. They could make it look worse than it is. So there has to be a, a middle line where we don't go full January 6th where they can just use this evidence where it makes us look like we are bad people. But we also have to be civilly disobedient enough where they realize that they can't control us. Like there was something good too. Well, January 6th, they're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. They can get together and then we can just, you know, mm -hmm. become nothing. Yeah. Obviously, the QAnon shaman was not going to go in there and decertify an election. But <laughs> the fear 
that it did. I think that's beneficial. I mean, AOC, after I called her a big booty Latina, she came out and said that the Capitol Police let the mofos in. I mean, so it's just. She did leak that. How, she, she accidentally leaked that. leaked that. Yeah. And and so it takes like unorthodox uh, techniques where we don't need to necessarily storm the Capitol, folks. And if you did storm the Capitol, I'm on your side. I'm not trying to be anti that. I'm just saying there's a level to this where we fight this quote unquote culture war without getting ourselves in trouble because that's what they want. They want to give us enough rope to hang ourselves. Yeah. And for all YouTube intense purposes, January 6th was bad. Violence is bad. It was bad. And we can the worst thing ever. The violence in that insurrection. Um, it was the worst day since 9-11. Terrible. <laughs> I have nightmares about it. Um, so, unfortunately, uh, there was a 500% uptick. We only got a couple more topics here. 500% uptick in the use of the N-word since Elon took over Twitter. <laughs> and um, I have to say I'm sorry, people. Um. At least 250% of that was caused by me. <laughs> Did you see that tweet, Alex? I saw the tweet, but I don't even know if that's real. I mean, do we believe that? No, I my mean, tweet. I, I'm talking about my tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw your tweet. You were okay. taking the credit. Yes, yes. But but do you think that stat is real, that the N-word is really on there? That I mean, maybe it, maybe it is, but, I, I, you know. Here's the thing. Yes, I think there was a huge increase in 500%. Mm -hmm. You got to think about it. Like, when they use the term 500%, well, if you go from, like, the usage of the word one time per day yeah. to 10, that's technically a thousand percent, right? So yeah, right? Like, of course it's going to be 500% increase, but also you have to take into effect that were those accounts eliminated and banned and suspended? Yes, they were like immediately. Yeah. It's what I'm saying. You can't go on there and just, you know, <laughs> drop in the in bomb and la last on Twitter. But that's the other thing is, listen, as a, as a, this is the problem too with the n-word it's like such a nuanced thing because listen like i'm gonna sit here and say i've never said the word but i don't say it publicly i don't say it in front of black people i just don't say that word when i was a young kid you know maybe in a rap song you'll you'll uh you know you might a little wayne here and there maybe nobody's paying nobody's looking but but my my, my point is is when we have words like that that we can't say that's it's kind of like the Kanye thing, you know. I'm not even yeah. saying that all these white guys should say it. I, I don't even say it. I'm just saying it's this is it's just this weird thing where, I mean, is it is it a bad word? I mean, this is this is where you're like, of course it's a bad word if I say in, you know, go pick some cotton. But if I said, oh, Hotep's a real ass n word, yeah. that's a positive thing. I'm just saying there's context in this to this word. I'm not saying it's a good word. I'm not saying if you're out there, you should say it. But this is the problem: is we don't have any context. Is that something that can be a negative thing? We could use it in a positive light, but no, we don't. We're, no, that's not the case. It's all racism. So that's what I'm trying to say. There's nuance. It's like this is this is my point. In the conservative side, they say conservatives are racist. Conservatives hate women. Dude, they want to. The conservative side will pump up any black guy, any woman that they think is, you know, beneficial. So I, I just don't think that's the case. I, I think that's where we. It, it's a little more nuanced. It's not just black and white. There's some gray and well, a big gray area. Yeah, I I agree with that. Right. My problem is, uh, if you ban it, then how do we know who the racists are? You know, now they're going to go into hiding, and the last thing you want is your enemy hiding in the bushes no i want to be able to see okay here are the accounts that feel this way and we can sort of socially quarantine them and say and let them be ostracized and live their own corner of twitter but if we ban it 
They're going to get upset. They're going to get radicalized. They're going to go offline and they're going to find some other ways to express that. And I think it makes the problem worse. It increases it. But if you said, look, it's kind of like a, a child, right? You tell a child, hey, don't curse. As soon as you turn your back, they're going to be like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Shit. You <yeah>. know, <laughs> don't do drugs. Like when I, I always tell this story about when I was a kid, uh, my dad always kept a case of Heineken in the house, still to this day, right? So um, I, was, I, I wasn't like, like if my friends were drinking, I didn't want to drink because I could technically drink at home. My dad be like, you want a beer? Nah, it tastes nasty. But my dad would offer me a beer. And because of that, I never had an alcohol problem. So yeah. when you hide things from people, you take things from people, they're going to find some way to express it. But if Twitter was like, look, you can use this word as much as you want and everybody was not triggered by it, it would disappear. People would just stop doing because you know how trolls are. Trolls are looking for a reaction. And if you don't you, react. You nailed it. That's what I'm saying. They're using that word for a reaction. <laughs> and that's why it's like, you know, I guess you, you can limit the free speech. You can kick them off. But for you, it's like, it's raving the flag like, oh, man, let's just ostracize this person and not have them in our social social circle so we know where they really stand. Because that's another thing with these rhinos like Dan Crenshaw, like they act like they're on our side, but then they vote to send more money to Ukraine. They vote to kick out unvaccinated service members. So I guess my, to your point, it's like I'd almost rather it be done out in the open instead of my wife cheating on me behind my back. So I, I like that. I like that. I think that's a really articulate way of putting it, how we can. Because people are going to do it for the shock factor. They're going to say right. the, the the worst thing possible. It's like, dude, I get spammed in my chat. They're just spamming the N-word. I'm like, why? It's not even that it's that funny. It's because they want to be edgy. They want to be as hardcore as possible. Yeah, they want to be edgy. And it's like, and that's my thing with the black community. You know, if we no longer were offended by the term, it would lose its potency. But because every time somebody says it, it's like a trigger, like Pavlov Bell, then guess what? It's always going to have power over us. And I don't want that word to have power over me. I don't want any words to have power over me. They're just words. Um, so staying in the same line of Twitter, as we start to wind down here and land a plane, first let me say RIP takeoff from the Migos. He was murdered. I'm not exactly sure the details of it all. Did you hear about that, Alex? Yeah, I thought it was an accident. They were doing a dice game here in Houston. Well, I'm in Dallas, but right down the street from me. And this is what I heard. It's pure speculation. I don't know. Is that supposedly that it was a dice game and that it was an accident. Did you hear that? Yeah. 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 I think. The, I don't know what kind of accident you blow a guy's brains out. But right. but, 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 but this guy, Robbie Starbuck, he kind of went viral. He had a video talking about it. He made a very good point. It's always the rappers that are getting shot and killed. It's never the record executives. So, like, why? You know, but seriously, when's the last time you heard a record executive, Arista, or whatever, you know? You never hear that, Hotep. You right. You never hear that. You right. But then you got, you got what is it, Big Mo? You got, uh, there's been a couple Dallas rappers that have been shot. Uh, uh, Yellow Beezy's been arrested a couple times, but he's been in, like, shootouts here in Dallas, supposedly, like, been shot at where he, he lived, I believe. Uh, so I'm just saying, I, I just sucks that you have this life and all these people are pocket watching you, trying to steal your chain, trying to steal. Your, it's almost impossible as a young black man to become a successful rapper and not face a lot of violence. I, and that's yeah. just a harsh reality. Lil Boosie said, um, you know, it's one of the most dangerous occupations being a rapper. And, you know, it seems like every other week a rapper is getting shot and murdered or something like that. And like you said, I think it was an accident, dice game. You know, apparently somebody didn't have the money and they pulled out, started firing and then take off the quiet one and gets murdered. 
Absolutely sad. Absolutely sad. So RIP takeoff. Uh, my condolences to his friends, family, and fans, and everyone else grieving that loss. And uh, hip hop, we got to do better. We got to do better. And there's um, so many talented people out there, you know, and we just don't. It's just he, he finally made it. He exceeded all the, you know, his talent. Just think about how many rappers that actually have skills and talents that don't ever make it. Right. They make it, and it's just like that it's gone in an instant and it just makes me sick that this happens and i'm not trying to even virtue signal or something like that it's just like why are these people just getting shot over dice games over nothing and it's, mm. just, it, it's, and it's not gun violence like i believe a takeoff was packing a, he might have had a gun i don't know it might not have happened like that i'm a full i'm full chicago by outlawing guns causes more gun violence because then only the only people that have guns are the police the military and criminals so yeah I don't know. And then you it's got Jamila Lemieux. No, not not Jamila Lemieux. Um, the chick that used to be on the sports channel. What's her name, y'all? Um, the annoying one. She was. I a, know the girl you're talking about. Uh, uh, Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill. Thank you, Jamel Hill. She comes out like, oh, we got to talk about this violence in the culture. I'm like, oh, now you want to talk about black on black violence? But when we talked about it before, oh, we were right wing conservative, radical Republicans, right? We were you know, white supremacists. This is self, uh, what do you call it? Uh, black hate. Self-hating white. Self, yeah, 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 whatever. You know, yeah. whatever these terms they're using. But now, takeoff is murder. Now, all of a sudden, we want to talk about it. No, we should have been talked about this. We should have been on this. And it needs to be a wave. We need to We need to really make that a movement, man. Let's talk about it. And let's, let's not even talk about, about the age. Obviously, there's a lot of black-on-black black crime or whatever, but it's a lot of young people. So that's why I don't even blame it on their race. You know, it's because it's a young black. It's I blame it more on their age and their immaturity. These yes. people that are a lot of these people, because I'm in the bail bond business, we deal with like young people that are 19 year olds, 21 year olds, never went to college. You know, they're just a. You're not. You're not fully grown until you're about 25 anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. You know, these are young people. It's not just because they're a black guy or a white guy that's you know antisocial white guy or something. It's because they're young and they're just immature and they're kind of brainwashed. So that's why I think it is. It's a mental health issue and an age issue, not necessarily a black and white issue. Yes. Yes. Um, I, you know, I, I always say that uh, the, the, the problem with masculinity, the first attack on masculinity uh, was war and then um, drugs. Because with war, even, you know, uh, the entire population, regardless of race, you, you had uh, World War One, Vietnam, World War Two, all of these different wars where uh, men were conscripted. They were forced, drafted, right, forced to go into battle. So what happens when you take, um, here come Okahotep, how much tap dancing has H.J. done? Somebody suspend him. Put him in timeout. <laughs> He's not supposed to be here. <laughs> um but yeah, you know, I think a lot of masculinity was was taken out of the household because of war, you know, and then and then drugs. So then, you know, you got a bunch of men being raised by women and it's going to come out here with a lot of uh, situations where they don't know how to manage their own masculine energy and rage. Um, well, duh, dude, BLM, they even in their flyer or whatever their their mission statement, they wanted the denuclearization of the, the family household. It doesn't make sense. There's too many young black men being raised by their grandmother, being raised by their aunt. Like we, there's th that person, that dad, even if it's a deadbeat dad, even if it's not the best dad, they need somebody there. And with that huge void, it, you're right. That masculinity, it's like, it, it's just, it's poisonous, toxic, not having a family. Mm -hmm. Hey, um, get your passport. We going to Israel, man. <laughs> 
First uh, class. <laughs> uh, okay, last topic here. Elon's Twitter. Elon, first of all, are you verified? No, I am on Instagram, but I'm about to be verified for 20 bucks a month. I'm about to be. I just got verified on Instagram. I don't even know how. How'd you do I that? Know, I, did, I did a pin state. I didn't even apply. I mean, uh, uh, I guess that, that viral thing for pin state, I have then no you idea. You just showed up. You just checked your account yes. one day and you were verified? Yes, on Instagram. And that's supposed to be a hard one to get verified. But, dude, anytime I've applied three times on Twitter since I've kind of, you know, quote, unquote, blew up yeah. with all the proper articles from all their things, and they're all within six months. Dude, instant, they, like, there's something I did. There's some flag on my account because it takes, like, 20 minutes, and then, boom, decline. Yeah, that's me with Instagram. So they keep denying your Instagram, huh? Yeah, they're like, uh, no. I'm like, bro, come on. <laughs> like, well, I might, I'll message you after. I might have a friend at Instagram. I, I, this is what I think. I think I know somebody that helps me get it. But mm. uh, uh, long story short, a guy that's in politics, he's like, Alex, I'm the one that got you your blue check mark. But I don't know if the guy's lying or not. I think the guy's lying. Yeah. He's supposed to be some connected guy. Yeah, he's like, why is he saying that he got me my blue check mark? There's something weird, but... Regardless, I'm going to send him a message after this and say, listen, I got my boy. We got to get this guy verified. Because, dude, you've been on just you going on Rogan however many times. Not that, you know, obviously you've done more than that. You should be verified for just that, basically, now, because it's the biggest podcast in the world. I mean, yeah. the, the fact that you can't be very like, like you're not a human being. And I don't know if you have this, but I have the people. This is why I want to get verified on Twitter, where they make the fake Alex Stein accounts. And now I'm working at the Blaze. Speaking of the N-word, they go and tweet the N-word to Glenn Beck on an account that looks like mine. It'll be mine's S-T-E-I-N, so they'll spell S-T-I-N-E or S-T-I-E-N, yeah, and it looks just like me. And then they'll be like, you know, something, something N-word to, to you know, like freaking Glenn Beck. Luckily, Glenn Beck doesn't really look at his Twitter. Yeah. But so I'm like, I don't want these impersonators. Then if right. I send a blue check mark, then I don't care. Then they can impersonate me all they want because it, it, anybody that has half a brain will know. Well, that's not me. Then the blue check mark. So right, you know, I was um, right around the time we were selling tickets to HotepCon on Instagram. Hotep Jesus fake accounts popping up, and somebody showed it to me, and I looked, and it had the link to sell HotepCon tickets. So I'm like, well, at least it's helping us sell tickets. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, dude, and, and, and wait, before we go, before we wrap up the show, dude, I'm coming for Grifter of the Year. Some of these guys, like Jeremy, or some of these guys are beating me in the voting. I need to get back on my voting. They, they're, they're, they're juking the stats. They're like, you know, campaigning. I haven't started my campaign. I need a campaign. But, dude, nobody's grifted harder. Nobody came from nowhere, from obscurity, in one year than I did. I mean, like, well, what, what is it? Yeah. Well, go ahead, sir. I want to well, hear well, you. Well, there's an electoral college behind okay, the grifties good. okay so okay. we take into account the public vote that helps us decide who goes into the bin and then out of the bin the grifties committee chooses the winner okay so the grifties.com helps us decide because you know we might not recognize a grifter so if we see him mm -hmm. up there we're like okay this guy maybe should be considered and nominated da, 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 da. we do have alex stein as a favorite uh for grifter of the year <laughs> Um, however, <laughs> yeah. however, we would like to have Alex Stein uh, present an award. I would love to. And then if that, if that negates me from winning one, I would. And, you know, I was just thinking this. You know, I think you said something about it. Dude, we need to get you on the blaze. We need to do the show on the blaze. Like, I don't know how, how interested you are in working with a media company because you, you, you got it going on now. Uh, you know, you built something up yourself. But I'm just telling you, I want to get you dialed in because – First of all, we need Hotep 
Nation. Why? I mean, we need the whole the Hotep Nation show Hotel. at the place. And and uh, but you're on the East Coast. We're we're based in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know if you know about it, but I'm just saying I want to get you dialed in. I don't know if you have any interest in that. Cause got to do dude, it. I, we've been waiting. That's the call we've been waiting for. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you, and I got a show coming. When do you guys do the Grifties? Because I'm I'm my show's supposed to start in December, and then it'll be like full bore at the beginning of the year because we take two weeks off. But we ought to plan a bit for on the Blaze or the Grifties, however yeah. it can benefit you guys and, and link you up. Because listen, this is the future of broadcasting. Is like you making these gimmick awards. Like this is. I mean, I'm just saying. Everybody loves the Grifties. Freaking me and Jeremy are fighting over a fake award. Not that it's fake, but you know what I mean. I'm just yeah. saying. We're like really. I'm like I really want it. So you you built something nice. It deserves a really good platform, in my opinion. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. You know, we were almost we were this close to making it a live award show. But unfortunately, we couldn't get the uh, backing. We had some potential sponsors who ended up not saying yes um, because for whatever reason. So this year is more than likely going to be remote again. It's going to be digital. But one of these years, uh, we're going to go ahead and have a real live award show. We budgeted it out. We got everything. It basically comes down to I think it was about 30K for the film crew um, and 10K for the spot. Right. And then the le- the rest of it was like miscellaneous expenses. You know what I'm saying? So it is pretty expensive to pull off. Yeah. You know, yeah, so- but 10 grand's not that bad for what it is or the gimmick and all the big, because you got the Tim pools, you got all these guys with big audiences. Now, I think we could, I mean, you don't need my help, but I want to help. I want to, yeah, I want to encourage you myself. Was down. Yeah. We, we were, we were yeah. in toss with Tim pool. Tim pool was throwing down on it, but we just couldn't come up with the rest of the money. And, um, yeah, I think I want to concentrate on making it still good, a good show, but maybe we just take a, a year to just really plan the, the, the live one, you know, and, 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 and really give some time to get all the sponsors together. So that's the plan and we'll do it. We will do it eventually. And dude, everybody loves the idea of grifting, like grifter, great. Like it's just a perfect, it's a perfect little gimmick. Uh, you know, I love the great. Again, we're all really grifting. I'm not even just saying that, like, not that I'm not passionate about the things I do, but we're all just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. We're all just trying to pay our bills, you know, especially as content creators. And that's what I don't, that's what I don't like too, is the people that I don't mind getting hated on by the left or whatever they say, oh, you know, you're an idiot, you're a white supremacist or whatever. But I don't like the people that hate on it, that the hard work that we put in because it's not good enough. You know, it's like, we're doing this on our own. This is a hot, lot of hard work to turn, you know, press play. And there's people that are very, you know, Oh, you should do it this way. You should do it this way. Go do it yourself. It's not easy guys. It's hard. No, it's serious. It's hard to freaking, you know, press record, hit live on Streamyard. Not everybody can do it. So I just, I, I think the grifties, the wars like this, it's perfect for our, uh, you know, whatever our, our line of work. You know, no, I appreciate uh, it, man. I appreciate it. And 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 presenting an award does not mean you're disqualified from winning the award. In fact, I, the first Grifties, uh, Patriot J, presented an award and won an award. Um, he won uh, Artist of the Year. So it's not out of the range. And who's nominated this year? I wonder who. I mean, who do you have on the? Because. Uh, Oh, we, uh, I mean, Bryson Gray kind of came. He probably had one of the biggest years of Bryson all the, Gray. The Magor, yeah, I, I can reveal. Obviously, you know, you yeah. can't say he wasn't. He's he's definitely a nominee for for Artist of yeah. the Year. Absolutely, Grifter Artist of the Year. Yeah. So we're putting that together. I need you to DM me your phone number and email. Yeah, so I'll I send can it all to you. Connect it to my producer. I'll give it to him. My producer. He'll reach out to you, your peoples, or whatever. How that concerned, but my handlers will handle everything from there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you're all with Elon and the eight bucks for this verification. 
I mean, I'm going to pay it because, like I said, I want to separate myself from those fake accounts. And, I mean, right. for AOC, my honey dip, for her to be, like, freaking out about it, that's what I like, too. It's like, why are you so scared? I, I don't – do you think that many people are going to pay for it? Like, I don't think that many people even pay for it because I got Twitter blue, and I would suggest anybody that is a real Twitter person – I know you are – it's good because you can upload a video up to 11 minutes. So instead of having – every video has to be 220, even though, like, an 11-minute video doesn't necessarily do that well on – Twitter, who's saying it's good that it gives you a little more leeway and it gives you the edit. It gives you 30 seconds from when you hit tweet to untweet it. So as soon as you read it, I can't tell you, I catch spelling mistakes all the time. Anybody out there that's really into Twitter for $3.99, it is 100% worth it. $3.99 a month? A month for Twitter Blue. That's it? That's it. It's so worth it. You're going to need to get it right now. If you don't like it, then you're going to message me in a month and say that was the best $4 I spent. Okay, I'll go ahead and do it. Uh, you know, the other yeah. day I saw Cannon Hotep. He was editing tweets. I'm like, oh, you a big baller. You got Twitter blue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it I makes you look like a, and it's three ninety nine a month. That's why it's like eight dollars. I mean, I know what it's like to freaking struggle and not have money, but dude, if we don't have four bucks a month, I mean shit. <laughs> You're fucked. I mean, <laughs> Twitter, you need to not worry about Twitter. You need to go to Mickey D's. You gotta go to, I mean, you better go to do Uber Eats. I mean, some if you're really freaking out about I'm eight cheap dollars shit, a month, though. even I'm cheap. Oh, I'm the cheapest. Oh shit, dude. I mean, I'm dude, I love a thrift store. I love it. Any deal. I'm just saying I'm I'm not a materialistic person. But yeah. crap. I mean, some stuff you gotta pay ten bucks a month, you know what I mean? I it's just it sucks. I Dude, I hate paying my phone bill. I got it on automatic payment. I mean, there's a lot of bills I freaking hate paying, but yeah, yeah. some shit you got to buy and pay for. Absolutely. Uh, so what about um, the conservatives were trashing him this week because he met with all those leftists, Alpha Delta Lima, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and the conservatives were leaning into him. Do you think he deserved that? Well, dude, this is what everybody on the conservative side. First of all, he's going to put a microchip. He wants to put a microchip in your brain so you can park your Tesla. And let me tell you something. This is the really best. When he smoked the weed on Joe Rogan, he went on like the Nelk Boys podcast. He went on a podcast after and he talked about how that was a really major problem for him because all of his government contracts and all of his government clearance was affected by him smoking weed. He said this. You can look this up. So I'm like, okay, he's a billionaire. He's tied in with SpaceX. It's basically you know, a private company, but I mean, you know, it's, you know, that's literal fascism, the merger of corporation and state. I mean, they, they give us the impression that it's just some independent company, but they fly a rocket here, fly a rocket there. I mean, they got a little, a lot of control. So I guess what I'm saying is Twitter is the only place you can organically go viral. It's the last town hall where people can just speak their mind. You think the government is just going to let some African-American, literal African-American from Africa, take Twitter over and just, oh, free speech. You can just say the N word. You can just say whatever. Here you go. That, that's just not how it's going to go down. And then um, a bunch of companies have actually said that uh, they're pulling their advertising. GM, General Motors, who competes against Tesla. So ooh, big surprise. I think Nabisco, <laughs> the cookie company, I'm like, okay, great. I love Oreos. I'll eat them all day long. But, oh, they're going to be right back on Twitter. All these people are going to be right. And that's the other thing. And this is this. And I'm not even trying to pat ourselves on the back. I am not an expert in anything. I'm an idiot. But the digital media landscape, all of these companies are dying. Don Lamont's new morning show was getting, on average, 100,000 less viewers than the one that he replaced. 
These freaking advertisers are going to realize that this is dinosaur media. Nobody's even watching it. More people are dialed into your chat and they would rather get the thousands of people that are watching you than the quote unquote possibility of a million people that never watch CNN. Hmm. So I just think that all those dinosaur media companies are going to die. And within the next five, 10 years, I believe this is just, I think how there's an RSS feed for a podcast. They're going to have, somebody's going to be smart and make a video RSS feed. So you can be on any app or anything and say, oh, I like this app. And it'll be Hotep Jesus's stream on there. You know, instead of just being obligated to YouTube, you'll be able to have that RSS feed. And, and I think that'll be the future of media because I don't even, I don't, I know people love TVs and movies and shows and stuff, but I don't even watch that stuff anymore. Do you watch any good shows? Uh, I, the only thing I watch now is 50 cents on Raising Cane in the power universe. And uh, I got into Naked and Afraid. Yeah, Naked and Afraid is a good show, that, but that's another reality show. I mean, yeah. dude, that's that's all YouTube is. We're all just basically reality stars, you mm -hmm. know, doing our own stuff in, in a weird way. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, you look at all of these scripted shows, they mm -hmm. never get to do the story arc, too, because they get canceled after the first or second season. So they <laughs> don't even get to terrible. do the story right. Well, because they're terrible, too. But I'm saying, like, if you're an actual fan, the few fans are like, oh, man, I didn't even get to see what happened to this character. So, like, people are realizing that. That media is dying. I mean, the top movies of 2022 was Top Gun, which I didn't even see it, but I heard oh, it was a great movie. Oh, that amazing. I heard it's, it's awesome. But the second best movie, the highest grossing movie, was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Was it? was the top. Yes. Fact check me on that. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was the second most popular movie this year. So that's where we're at. If that is the best <laughs> that's movies. That's the and second is, best. That's terrible. Yeah. And then listen to this. So freaking bros. Billy Eichner, the gay guy that made the gay movie, you know, bros. And he got mad about how not enough people went to it. Not enough straight people went to his gay movie. Yeah. Matt Damon talks about this. And I thought this is so weird. In order to get a movie made now, you don't just have to get the approved for the budget for what the film cost is you have to get a marketing budget for the movie bros. It costed, it, it cost them $22 million to make opening weekend. It brought $4 million. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, Oh, that's a big discrepancy, but maybe it'll make it up somehow. That same movie spent $30 million on marketing. They had a higher, yes, Google that. Bros had a $30 million marketing budget. And that is what Matt Damon was saying. He said, now it's almost impossible to get a movie made because you have to get the marketing approval for it first. So if, the the advertisers are deciding what media we're going to be watching us. Then the media is done. You might as well just wait, make your, you know, making. Wait, you have to do what with the market? You have to get the the production you get, house. You have to get a, is saying a marketing got... budget for to make a Hollywood movie now, a studio movie, quote unquote, like this is a studio movie. You have to get the marketing budget approved. Not just they have the money to make the movie, but they have to see, oh, is it willing? Are we willing to spend thirty million dollars on paying for commercials, paying for ads? The marketing budget now on these movies is just as expensive as it costs to make the movie. Wow. And that's why that's why bros did that's why it was such a big deal. It's not necessarily that the movie did so bad with how much it cost. I mean, it ended up costing extra. They right. they they cut there's there's different prices. There's like the gross cost of the movie, and I think that includes the marketing. But then you can take on just what the you know what the movie costs and what it made. You can do that math. Mm -hmm. But that's what people aren't realizing. And you can even type it and type in like Matt Damon, you know, movie marketing. It's just, it's ruining the whole entire movie industry. He says that there's all these passion projects that he wants to make. Mm -hmm. And the studio's like, ah, we just, I don't know if we can get the advertisers will get behind that. So no. And these, and seriously, and so these advertisers are going to realize that they're, they're making less movies or they're being more strict with the movies. They're going to be more strict with the legacy media content. And so people aren't going to watch CNN. They're going to be watching you are going to be watching me. They're going to be watching The Blaze. They're going to be watching Daily Wire. Look at Daily Wire. Daily Wire is a perfect example. They are on fire and they're just an independent media company. They don't have any, they're not on TV. They're not CNN. 
and they're crushing it because people are going to find what they want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. And so with the whole Elon situation, you know, not to get ourselves in trouble here, but it feels <laughs> like the same thing happened in the Yay, happened in the Kyrie. It's like Elon now is being like sort of extorted and intimidated to like toe the line. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind but of Elon Elon will bow down. See, Kyrie won't. Kyrie gave up a hundred million dollar shoe deal not to get vaccinated. That's why I love I yeah. don't care what Kyrie Irving does. I'm he turned down that Nike deal. Turned down God knows what other salary because he had integrity. 99.9% of people would not do that. So yeah. I don't care when people want to say, oh, this, I don't like Kyrie or this. I, he's got my support no matter what because he actually paid the cost to be the boss. Yeah, you yeah. know, so that's why. So I, you that's think why Elon's going to capitulate? Of course. In two <laughs> seconds, he's already meeting with the liberal. Did you see the tweets of the guy that is going to be in, in charge of the whatever? The, Yo, well, uh, wrong. What, Yes, did you yeah. see his tweets? He said, if you don't like Barack Obama, you're a white supremacist and all this stuff. Yeah. And I love Barack and I love Michael. I love the Obamas. I love Amalia. <laughs> I love them all. They're all the best. I, every single one of y'all, I love you guys. I'm so I'm so grateful for the Obama family. But yeah, I don't think, I, and I, I, do you think Kanye West, well, I saw some, he shared some tweet earlier, I guess with his, says he shared a screenshot of one of his guys talking about how we're, if you don't bow down, we're going to put you uh, back in the 5150 and we're going to put you in a hospital and get you doped up on pills. And that pissed me off. I'm like, dude, this guy has all this power, all this wealth, but somebody can still like get a judge to sign a 5150 and get him, you know, institutionalized. That's really what's scary. I mean, that's. Yeah. He said, um, where is it? And he said Second option. Kids. I have yeah. you. I have you institutionalized again where they medicine the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same. Who tweets that? Who sends out a text message to somebody you're trying to help? That's not how you help somebody is threatening to medicate them for the rest of their life. And then their interactions with their child is going to be terrible. That's an evil person who sent that text message. It's not a friend. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yay is calling out Shaq and Amari Stoudemire on his timeline. He's going ape on the, on the timeline right now. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so you think Elon's going to capitulate? I, I, you know, when he, when I saw him had that meeting, you know, I always like to put myself in people's shoes. So if I'm Elon and I'm buying a company and I walk in and Yoel Roth is sitting there and you know, uh, yeah, Alpha Delta Lima sitting there and the NAACP <laughs> is sitting there and all these folk. The first thing I'm saying to them is, thank you for attending the meeting. I appreciate your time. Now go to fuck home. And you, Yoel Roth, you're fired, right? You ruined this platform. You made it so that, like, think about it like this. My um, Last Thursday, uh, I think it was when Elon took over, quote unquote, officially. And my friend applied for an appeal to get their account back. And she said that in an hour, her account came back. So I'm thinking. Oh, she got her account back in Good an hour. Her. Wow. That's the first time I've heard of somebody getting their account back. That's incredible. Good for her. See, that but actually gives me a little hope. It was it was a bunch of people. Right. So what I'm thinking is that there's somebody sitting there, Elon, whoever, that is looking at the accounts that are applying, applying for the appeal, seeing what they were eliminated for and going, wait. This is a minor infraction we suspended this person for. Like, 
these are the accounts that were driving all the engagement on the platform. How would you, why would you destroy your money makers like that? To push it doesn't an make agenda? sense. <laughs> well, no, I mean, seriously, you get the most popular people on there. Donald Trump, he could basically lift the whole app himself and then you kick him off it. But that's because you know this money doesn't matter to YouTube. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter to Google. Money doesn't matter to these people. They do care more about their political ideology more than actually making a good platform or making something entertaining. So that is really another sad sign of, of our content of, of art. Everything is just being devalued with political ideology instead of just, you know, art artists being themselves and letting people be free power over money. But you know, yeah. what's funny is these people had that meeting with him this week because they know what next week is and they didn't want him bringing back people like Alex Jones and Donald Trump a week before people got to go behind that curtain and press some buttons. That's what this is about. So then Elon comes out and says, we're not making any decisions until after people go in the booths and push them buttons. Mm -hmm. So in a way it's still sort of, that is capitulating. Mm. That is capitulating. Yes, it is. But it's also He's like, I don't want to rock the boat before the election and then right. give them all the MAGA, you know, that if they just reinstated Donald Trump, which it wouldn't even matter, you know, it's like, but it would be a cultural win. It would be a ceremonial win and they don't want to take that L. Right. Right. And it would, that would drive a lot of uh, energy to the right going into that booth uh, ceremony. But to me, that's still meddling. The fact that you went in there and told him not to bring these accounts before the booth ceremony, before the booth ritual, that's still meddling in the booth ritual. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like uh, it's like a lie by omission. It's still, I mean, you know, it's right. just, it's still, you're still meddling. But dude, the, the, we just got to release the CDC and the DHS or they were all working with the government on uh, that, right? COVID narrative. Stuff. So, I mean, what? Come on. Like, I'm going to trust these. You. Come on. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. It is. Safe and effective. It always will. It always was and always will be. All that matters. Get four or five of them. Um, I'm ready. I'm never stopping. <laughs> no. Let me read these super chats and I'm going to let you go. Um, and we got Canon Hotep next, guys. Everybody make sure to go check out Canon after this. Yes. We're going right after this. We're raiding Canon Hotep's channel. He's posting the link right in the, in, the, in, the, in the box right now. You see it there, Rumble, Cannon Speaks. We're going there right after this. So everybody get ready, get ready to raid. We're going to go through Super Chats and then start to wrap this conversation up. Uh, Primetime, we got to get you to Ohio. Excuse me. There's plenty of politicians in need of a good trolling. Oh, man. I'm sure they're everywhere, yeah. man. You got an endless Dude, supply. I I mean, that that's the other thing, too, is it's the easiest content. I never realized that. And I'm not trying to like I'm giving everybody some free game because when I went and called the AOC a big booty Latina, now those people, they they went and yelled at her and she's like, OK, OK, OK. Like uh, my point is, guys, as you're out there, you see a politician, just call them out because people love this content. It doesn't have to be some brilliant thing. It, it almost the more cringe, the better, because these politicians are always getting their ass kissed. So for you to just be combative and be like, hey, no, I don't like the way you're doing this. People love it. They're like, did that person just told a politician off? It's the it's the best recipe for anybody out there that like I want to get into content creation or I want to have a viral video. I want it's not an easy recipe. I don't know that it's guaranteed to be viral, but going and calling a politician out, people love that. They love that more than anything else I can do, more than a funny joke, more than you know, a well edited, you know, story. 
They love to see politicians get cut down. Let me put a warning label on that. Um, don't try this at home. No, no, this is entertainment purposes only. Do not try any of this at home. Do not do anything that I would do. As a matter of fact, and I say this all the time, as Charles Barkley in the 80s, I am not a role model. I am primetime 99 hours. I am an insane person that was dropped on my head as a baby. That's why my head is this shape. So do not do what I do. Do not do this. If you're going to do it, at least bring some security, some big homies with you. Because weren't you dragged out of there tonight? I, tonight I was dragged out of there. They had me in a whole, they grabbed my hair. They had me in a, you know, uncomfortable, very vulnerable position. Luckily, they don't realize I kind of like my hair pulled. But that's neither <laughs> here nor there. I, I, I just, it wasn't the right people pulling it, though. So. <laughs> uh, CJ Man 2112, he said, at this rate, uh, the last of the money Kyrie is going to get is starring in Space Jam 3, but he has to lose to the aliens uh and and be a slave oh my god oh my gosh the monsters did have them as slaves though right i think in the original one that was the idea is like they were going to be theme park slaves or something and play basketball all day i swear that's just the story of the movie i think that's kosher for youtube um jeff curtis said uh shout out to jeff that's one of the homies he said what do you think about elon harvesting data for the ai theory did you see that one no, but dude, they got they, they come on. You know they're harvesting our data. That's what the twenty three and me. They're harvesting our DNA. I mean, they're harvesting. I mean, come on, you've been harvested, guys. Just put it that way. I mean, there's nothing. And, and, and even even if you guys wanted to have um, privacy, we signed a thing called the Patriot Act that gives the NSA and CIA warrantless search and seizure of our phone, our emails, so they can be looking at it. And we already approved it when we said we should have never accepted the Patriot Act. So. Yeah, they're they're data harvesting, no doubt about it. Now, now this is the other thing. Now, now let me get real tinfoil hat. Mm -hmm. They have this thing. I forget exactly what the software is called. Where AT and T, all the top telecommunication companies, where when you call a number, they don't want you to realize you're talking to a robot. They have these programs, right? Where mm -hmm. you know when you call in and you always get a robot instead of a regular person. Well, they're constantly working on this software, but there's this thing called the Uncanny Valley where they just can't get it. Where anybody that's even paying attention, somebody can be tricked for a second. They realize they're speaking. They think they might think they're speaking to a human temporarily, but when they test it, because they test, they're constantly doing tests like every day on normal people, and the people always get it right. They're like, I'm speaking to a robot, you know, because there's that that missing little link with that deep breath we take or whatever that a real human does that the artificial intelligence can't do so i believe that is a kind of a big psyop now they definitely want us to live in the metaverse and they want us to all plug into pods and you know be intubated and just have no you know greenhouse emissions i do believe that will be in the future but that's not going to be anywhere in our time because if they can't even make the voice thing be artificially intelligent to where it can just have a conversation they're not going to be able to do the other stuff so so i don't know the, the idea of artificial intelligence like taking us over I'm more worried about the artificial intelligence that's transcribing this YouTube video that's not a real human that's going to say, oh, here's a strike. That's artificial intelligence I'm worried about. But like having the idea like robots are going to take us over or they're going to be you know indistinguishable from humans. We're going to have sex robots. None of that. None of that's going to happen in our lifetime. Yeah. So Elon Twitter said because it consists of billions of bi-directional interactions per day, Twitter can be thought of as a collective cybernetic super intelligence. And that's where Jeff is coming in, you know, basically saying he could just use our tweets and um, yeah, use our tweets. And um, uh, wait, how do I do the raid thing again? Somebody pop directions in how I do the raid thing again. Oh, that's right. I remember now. Hold on. You got to hit edit. 
customize no monetization no customization redirect add okay here we go and then we got to hit canon hotel there we go ah wait no oh canon your 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 thing has to be on first you have to be you're gonna start his, your stream yeah his stream so we'll let you know when it starts your stream and then i'll be able to do the raid thing cool perfect all right um, what are you using, like a third party thing? How are you even doing the raid? Because they've raided my chat. I loved it. Is it this uh, you go uh, to, monographed in in the back end in YouTube Studio? You hit customization, edit customization. Then it says redirect. You hit add, and then you can then type in the uh, you know the desired YouTube channel that you want to redirect people to, and it'll send that. Okay, here it is. Redirect privileges needed. Ask Canon Hotep to add you to their live redirect list in community settings. I'm going to say that one more time, Canon. Redirect privileges <laughs> needed. Ask Canon Hotep to add you to their live redirect list in community settings. All right. Um, but we're going to Canon Hotep's stream right after this one. Uh, John Yarber said, great job with Andrew. What was he talking about? Oh, Maybe legal me. mindset. Legal mindset. Oh. I was with Andrew Esquire yesterday. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot his name was Andrew. We call him Legal Mindset. Um, Brody McFarlane said the Ahern Live showroom is ready. HJ, come on. Yeah, we we could definitely do the Grifties there, but uh, Tim Pool doesn't want to do anything other than DC. That's why we had to do it in DC. Um, and I think DC is a lot easier for everybody to commute to. Um, yeah, I can get to DC no problem. Yeah, so that's the big problem is where you know getting everybody there. Um. Sir Baba Hotep, the brain trip, uh, brain chip guy is going to give in. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Steph Colonel said, Dr. Shiva exposed the government collaboration with Twitter first, not the intercept. Free Dr. Shiva. Is he, um, was he suspended? Was Dr. Shiva suspended? I haven't seen him on Twitter in a long time. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they're, what yeah. their status is social media wise. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's like Peter McCullough, I think, just got kicked off. I don't know. These doctors, even if you're a doctor, an expert in the field, if it goes against the CDC or, you know, you know who, then you're, you're kicked off the Internet. It's oh, yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah. Uh, these people will not be forgiven. I'm not giving them any amnesty. You are absolutely correct, sir. Fuck them. Um, can't hotel. So, um. It's still not giving me permissions. Okay. Everybody, we're going over to Canon Hotep. We're great. We're, we're raiding Canon Hotep stream. He's going to be dual streaming from uh, Rumble and YouTube. Thank you. Rumble and YouTube. Uh, Uncle Hotep couldn't make it tonight due to Kyrie Irving's anti-Semitic responses. <laughs> uh, 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 Kanye's uh, Ye's anti-Semitic response. So these Negroes have to be disciplined. We have some, we have suspended Uncle Hotel for two weeks. Get him in line. We're stamping his passport with Israel on there, and we're all going to Israel so we can get some act right. Uh, Cannon said it's good now. All right, let's see. It's probably not gonna let me do it because it wasn't done previously. But everybody, go to Cannon Hotel. Go on YouTube. The link is in. The link is in the chat. We're all going there right now. So somebody, where is that? Anybody got the link? Pop the link in there. Alex, man, I appreciate you, man. Um, what do you got coming up next? 
Dude, I mean, you know, like I said, I got a show coming out on the Blaze very soon. It'll be full bore at the beginning of the year, but I want to get you dialed in with the Blaze. Uh, I'm just okay. saying, I, I can recognize talent. I know other people have recognized your talent too. So I just want to, rising tide lists all ships. I really appreciate you letting me come on and uh, spread the good you, vibrational man. energy. You know, last minute you were able to accommodate, man. I appreciate that. It means a lot, man. If we could work something out with the Blaze, I'm definitely down. Tell Glenn Beck, holler at us. And, and That's what I'm saying, dude. Glenn Beck will like you, dude. They would all love you. We yeah. need you. We need you at the Blaze. I'm Come down. On. We're, gonna, we're gonna dial in, and I'm we're down. always looking for new content. They right. they signed me, so so I'm just saying we're gonna figure out something. We need a Hotep Nation show on there. Yeah, you know, I'll volunteer myself to be you know a co-host or something. I mean, I don't need to be a co-host, but like I'll. I'll be right. on bits. I'll do whatever I can to get the show on the blaze. Whatever we got to do, man. Whatever we got to do. Bring Cannon, Uncle Hotep, the Hoteps over there. Make it a big-ass party, man. Bring the Hoteps on over there, man. We could have some exclusive content for, for Glenn. We could do that, man. Let's do it, man. Yeah, I, I think so. So I'm going to send you my, my message, you know, my text and all that stuff. So we'll start. We'll get dialed in. Yeah, we'll get dialed in. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another episode of, of uh, Hotep's Been Told You. I'll see you guys next week. With another wonderful special special guest, I am Hotep Jesus. This is Alex Stein signing off. And I'll see you next time. Go to Cannon Hotep's channel. We're going to Cannon Hotep's channel. We're going to Cannon Hotep's channel. Type in Cannon Hotep. <laughs> I'll see you there. Au revoir.